Welcome to the Afro Ruby, a podcast sharing stories and inspirational insights from women in Africa, young and mature, to hear how they navigate life journeys, share what inspires them, and some of the challenges they have overcome. I'm your host, Nonye Mpa Omotola. In this episode, we attempt to unpack a question spanning over many generations. Can women do it all? And how? We delve into the concept of maintaining a healthy work-life balance while fulfilling career ambitions, and if this is indeed possible. Joining me for this discussion are Mimi Kalinda, multi-award winning creative professional and group CEO and co-founder of Africa Communications Media Group. Tandi Chotsane, a born communication strategist and the founder and managing director at Purple Room Consultancy. And Rosie Baker Zwambila, who is a strategic sales professional with a passion for innovation. She is the head of Intelligent Spend and Business Networks Africa at SAP. They also happen to be my very good friends, my sisters actually, my warriors, formidable forces in their careers and life. Thank you ladies for joining me. Thanks for having us, Nonye. Yes, so excited about this conversation. And so am I. And so we're now going to have a chat that we normally have in close quarters on air. I'm not going to curtail anyone. But hey, anyway. So the question is, how and can women do it all? And I think we can just go around the room and everyone can give their, their little thoughts. So, so Rosie, you're, you're next to me. What are your thoughts about that? Um, being a, a mother, a caregiver, as well as your head of intelligent spend, can you do it all? Yeah, so that's a really great question. Um, can we do it all? I think the one great thing the pandemic did for all of us is it made us realize that we are moving into an era where we can do it all, but based on our own terms. And I really, really like that. I feel that for the first time as women, we've got an opportunity to really change how we actually not manage work-life balance, because mm-hmm. I don't think that actually does exist, mm-hmm. but manage work-life integration, because I don't think there's a separation between the two. You cannot separate work and life. It is intertwined, and I think it's about how you find the balance in each day doing what is most critical for that uh, particular moment in time. Mm-hmm. And... For me personally, I find that changes either on a daily, weekly or hourly basis um, what I decide mm. to balance depending on what needs my absolute attention and focus. Oh. Mm. I like that. And I like that when you say our own terms, oh. you know, those terms are whatever those terms are for you, right? Um, Mimi, what would you say, you know, and, and, and also what kind of su- support do you need to be able to do it all if you are indeed doing it all? Mm, absolutely. I think I think for me, it's about also demystifying and just un- unpacking this idea of doing it all. Mm-hmm. By first of all, asking the question, why would you want to oh. do it all? Hello. Is it a must? Hi. Hello. Right? Like, I mean, because the whole doing it all thing is a narrative that's been born out of oh. our culture, specifically women. Like, we feel like we've, you know, we have our back against the wall, you know, and we've, 
I think through the evolution of feminism, etc., we've now bought into the idea that there is such a thing as doing it all and that we should want to do it. Mm. Um, I think it's really important to also emphasize that there are women out there who don't want to do it all, Absolutely. you know, or that their all looks completely different to our all. That's so I think it's also asking ourselves, would you want to do it all? Do you want to do mm. it all? Or are you falling into the trap of the culture mm. that has asked that woman do it all in order to accomplish something, right? So I think once you get past that, then it's about, um, okay, well, perhaps we can do it all, whatever that all is for you. But I deeply believe that you can't do it all at the same time. Mm. So um, I, I was thinking about it the other day as I was thinking about this conversation. Um, the Bible says that there is a season for everything, mm. right? I was thinking about it as well on my way here, looking at my own children. I have three children, 17 almost, 13 and eight. And saying, you know, there are things that I used to worry about um, because we're going through a specific season that now my 16 year old is coming out of. Right. That I'm not going to have to worry about anymore. So the idea of seasons is kind of what helps me cope with the with this concept of having to do it all. I know that eventually I'm going to get to it all. I might just not get to it all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of the how your question about, you know, how do you then manage it and build a support system? I think it's about prioritizing. Um, lately, I've been using this thing called the Eisenhower Matrix, mm. which is a great tool. Mimi always to comes with the tools. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to, right? Like that's part of being able to quote unquote do it all is like finding systems and processes to be able to manage your life. But the Eisenhower Matrix for me has been key in terms of thinking about to Rosie's point, what are the musts? Yeah. What are the things that I can delegate? What are the things that um, I'm thinking are priorities, but actually not priorities oh. that can wait? And kind of weighing that whole 80-20 thing. Oh. What are the 20% of things that I can do that will automatically unlock the 80% or make the 80% easier? 100%. That's kind of how I think about oh. it. The Eisenhower matrix, I think I'm going to lend... From that for 2024. Yeah, I'm going to share that Please. with you guys. I've no. been told that I don't know how to prioritize. prioritize. I, want, oh. I do it, well, not yeah. I do it all, but yeah. I want to do it all. Right. 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 And this thing about all, like you said, is like, what is your all? Oh. Yeah. What is all? Yeah. And why do we want to do it all? And do you really want to do it all? Exactly. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. So, Tandy? We spend way too much time together. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say exactly the same thing. But when I was getting ready for this conversation, and the work-life balance thing hangs over every woman, right? And you always feel like you're falling short. And then I remember early this year, I was trying also a 70-day challenge, and there were six friends of ours, and said, like, you must read a book, once, a book once a week, and you must exercise for an hour, you must pray, you must, all of these things, right? So I get there, and I take an Excel spreadsheet, start putting my time in. Four o'clock, I'm going to wake up and pray. By the time I was done, I, it is 10 o'clock, right? There's no time for me to shower. I haven't had time to eat. I haven't time. I don't have time. Mm. And I'm sitting there thinking, I manage my time badly. Mm. Right? I don't know how to manage my time, even with the schedule. So there's three days that I'm going through of frustration that I don't know how to manage time. Mm. On day three, so I've decided I'm going to do the next 90 days without showering, 
driving to work, eating, you know, so that I can complete this thing. And then I remember calling one of my friends and saying, on, in the challenge, and saying, you have a husband, right? So the stuff that I am wanting to do all by myself, she has someone to take the kids to school, to make them lunch, to do this, to do that. I have to do that all by myself, and that's why I don't have the time mm -hmm. to have the same schedule as her. Mm -hmm. Then I just then sit and say, what is a bride to me? What do I want to spend my time on? Mm -hmm. I don't want to run for an hour. I really hate exercising. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do it for 30, right? So I started then looking at what are my priorities and what is my balance? So my our balance is here. Mimi and I have very similar backgrounds, right? Our lives are similar. But we still don't have the same priorities. 100%. So if and then it almost looks like when you don't do some things, it's a sacrifice. It's not a sacrifice. I don't want to spend my Saturday or Sunday evenings out. I'd rather sit and spend them at home. Instead of reading a chapter a, a day, then let me read a whole book mm. on a Sunday. Yeah. That's my quality time. So what I've kind of figured out is we need to stop defining what work-life balance is mm -hmm. according to that other person's oh. work-life balance because it's never going to be the same. Yeah. But now we want we want it all. I don't want it all, yeah. right? And like you were saying, you have the matrix. I was looking at the wheel of life. And even there, I think there's eight or so pillars on the... And then you kind of like look on that list and say, well, what is important to me? Yeah. yeah. I, I think I, I agree with all of you. And I feel that there is this definition of work-life balance. I don't know what that is. Oh. Yeah. I literally, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Mimi knows 3 a.m. we're mm -hmm. up, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. up at 3 o'clock. We're going through mm. scripts or whatever it is that we need to go through oh. for ourselves. Somebody else may not need to wake up at 3 or 4. Yeah. That's that's them, right? But it helps me to sort of like clear my day, begin mm. to plan forward. But I don't want a definition to describe who I am mm. and what I do and how I do it. I want to be able to do it because one, mother, mm. two, wife, mm. worker, mm. whatever. Yeah. yeah, You know, this thing about exercise, though, I have to just pull you back. <laughs> you know, I, I need to get in there. I, I start and stop. I start and stop. Like if you say you're doing yours at 30 minutes, yeah. I'll go down to 15. Right. I'll try. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's also 30 minutes twice a week. And then I play tennis on, on Saturday. Yeah. So just before we move off this, the other thing that I was important when you said I'm a mother, I'm a mother, I'm this. I don't want my daughter also thinking that me waking up at four and doing this and this and that is the norm, mm -hmm. right? She mm -hmm. needs to find her uh, rhythm. Yeah. 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 So yeah. we should also be very careful that we are not setting our daughters up for the next generation yeah. to say, look, my mom is such award-winning. Then And she wakes up at four and she's already on email like that's who I have to be. Yeah, no, we have right. to make, like, make sure that every single person understands that it, the, everybody has their path. You know, just to compliment what Tandy was saying, and that if that is her path mm. and that if that is what works for her in the life that she's going to build for herself by all means yeah. do, do that oh, right yeah. but I think also I think you know this idea we've often spoken about like just living your life from the inside out mm. so 
the, going back to the concept of why do we want to have it all, mm-hmm. it just brings to mind for me this conversation that we've heard, you know, coming from Brene Brown, for example, wow. where she talks about guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. I think guilt and shame are amplified in women mm-hmm. and particularly in mm-hmm. black women. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, you know, in the type of society in which we live, there's patriarchy, there's obviously, you know, race issues, etc. So we have to go above and beyond. Oh, yeah. And mom guilt and wife guilt and work guilt yeah. and entrepreneur guilt, et cetera, and is so real and it comes with shame. Mm. And as so for me, when I say, why do you want to have it all is having that internal conversation with yourself and oh. saying, do I want to have it all? Because if I didn't have it all, I would feel shameful. Mm. I would feel this or that. Less accomplished. accomplished Mm. Or, you know, not enough, not not good enough, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And be real, at least with Mm. yourself, if you're not going to be real with society. And so make your decisions based on that. Mm. And then I think... But if if it is that you want to have it all because it's aligned to your life mission, uh, and this is why you also mm. need to know what your life mission is, uh, because you're trying to have it all. <laughs> but it's like if you're running day to day like a hamster mm. on a wheel uh, and not actually you're running in the same place mm-hmm. and not actually getting anywhere, uh, then you get to the end of your life and you think, OK, I worked, you know, 50 hour weeks. Oh. I was absolutely exhausted, etc. Oh. But I don't feel fulfilled. Mm. So having it all also has to fit in with what you're trying to accomplish oh, on a much okay. bigger level. Yeah. And I think the last thing I'll say about that is my journey. And I know Rosie's also been through the same thing oh. is around you can have it all, but you're only human oh. and the biggest thing for me the past two years has been to learn surrender. Come on. Right? Surrender Surrender has been big, big, big for me because realizing that, number one, I can aim to have it all or all the things that I want, but I'm never in my own little Mimi human form going to get there. So surrendering to a higher power, whatever that higher power is, right? And that goes back to life mission. If you're constantly plugging in and saying, what am I here to do? And then help me get there. I have found that that spirituality and that spiritual foundation Mm. makes things so Mm. much easier. Uh And sometimes things are magic. They just literally happen Mm. without Uh you even putting in any effort. So I think spirituality is really key to keep us grounded. Uh That's great because I I was going to now lean into Rosie because she shared some news with us. Great news, apparently, <laughs> um, the other day. And I was kind of like, okay, how do I respond? Okay, I'm going to leave. This is a settle for her. This is her journey. But I hear you when you talk about shame, guilt, shame, uh, patriarchy, um, surrendering. I had to surrender when I left the house this morning. I like, yeah. literally surrendered. Like, I always want to be in the controlling seat, you know, organizing. My husband said, I'll do this. I'm like, yeah. okay, will you? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to hand over to you trust with anxiety. Him. Yes. With anxiety. But I now have to trust that you're going to do it. Yeah. Um, but then when we talk about the kind of support that we need to be able to do it all, not do mm. it all, how do it all, whatever. Yeah. Spirituality um, it comes up, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and I know that's a grounding force for all of us here yeah. in different ways. Yeah. But Rosie, do you want to just tell us a little bit about your journey? Sorry, <laughs> a little bit about your journey. Um, yeah, I do. I do. So I want to say two things. Um, perhaps just one thing to touch on based on what Tandy and Mimi mentioned earlier. The reality is we can't do it all, yes. Yeah. Um, but sometimes we can 
um, combine things, right? Mm-hmm. So I find, for example, um, I used to struggle with spending time with my son and then still trying to do meetings yeah. and accept the fact that he's got a very, so, a very, um, very busy sports life. Yeah. And I learned, again, thanks to the pandemic, that especially when we're allowed to go out again, was that I could start, for example, doing my meetings whilst he was doing a golf lesson. Mm -hmm. So here I am getting fresh air. I'm watching him progress and I'm having a meeting. And the best part about it, and I guess it speaks to that, your support system, Mm -hmm. you know, the people you work with, it's, Um. it's, it's also possible if you have a support system at work that trusts you. Mm -hmm. And I found for me having leaders who trust me, who trust that I am going to deliver. I don't need to sit behind a desk to deliver. I just need to deliver based on what you want me to do wherever I am. That really started helping, helping me to find how I want to balance things between home, my son and my job. Um, And then two, yes, absolutely, uh, Nonye, to Mimi's point, spirituality is definitely something that's really, really, really grounding me. And... um, very recently, I shared with my warrior sisters here in studio Warriors in the house. <laughs> <laughs> that I decided to change my faith and start and revert back to being a Muslim. And I use the word revert because mm-hmm. I learned that at least in Islam, we believe, and I say we believe because I'm now Muslim, yay! <laughs> we believe that everybody's born a Muslim. And so when you become, so let's say you become Christian and then you become a Muslim again, we believe that you revert back to Islam. Mm-hmm. And being a Muslim, it's not a religion. It is a complete lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. You know, you change everything about how you do things starting with which is 70% of the religion with praying five times a day you know five times a day you know it's the stopping drinking it's the stopping eating pork those things are easy the praying five times a day changes you completely because you start with your first prayer at 3.40 and it's just 3.40 (laughs) a.m. she's like uh, I'm 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 hearing I'm hearing p.m. Five times a day. Yeah. No drinking, no eat, whatever, no whatever. Okay. It is, it is. And I've got an app, right, just to remind me, but it's interesting. Um, So you do, you start by praying five times a day, starting with 3.40 in the morning, which is your Al-Fajr prayer. And um, it's been about a month now that I've been doing this. And my my family's all Christian. My husband's Christian. My mom's Christian. My son is curious. (laughs) and asking me a lot about the religion but you know how it relates to the topic that um, the conversation we're having today is very recently my husband said to me you know I find you spending so much time in the religion and again because it's a lifestyle Mm -hmm. you cannot disassociate yourself with with being from being a Muslim Um, and I don't hear you complaining about work stress and stuff Mm -hmm. what is has has thing has your stress gone away and I couldn't respond that night when he asked me that and I woke up the following morning and I was thinking about it and I realized my work stress has quadrupled Hmm. but it's clearly not coming across at home Mm. and I was trying to understand why is that because in addition to my work stress at home my stress at work which has quadrupled I'm needing to somehow fit in 
five times a day of praying. Right, right. And what I realized is when we're so stressed, there's a lot of things that have been trending like take time out to meditate, mm-hmm. take time out to go for a walk, mm-hmm. take time out to stretch. And yeah. I realized that praying, mm. praying is, is my that? meditate, yeah. walk, stretch. Yeah. Yeah. The mm. only difference is I'm connecting with God mm. and He calms me. Mm. So my stress hasn't gone away. I'm just doing my meditate, walk, or whatever it is everybody else has chosen to do, oh. which is absolutely perfectly fine. Yeah. My is I've just started leaning oh. into prayer. So my five, five times a day senses me yeah. and it takes me away from thinking about everything I cannot change mm. <laughs> and allows me to find like, that balance oh, yeah. that I actually need mm. for myself. And what I've realized, what I love most about it is it's my selfish time because mm. nobody can argue with me. I'm like, sorry, I need to get back to you. I need to pray. Yeah. Like I'll be back. Mm. Yeah. But this is most important mm. right now. And it's it's the new me time that I've discovered that allows me to really mm. lean into Allah and spend time with Him so that I can regain and regather my thoughts and then pick things up again mm. with a lot more calm in my step yeah. because, again, I've managed to center. So, yeah, I have to mm. say it's been great. Um, and if anybody wants to know why, what? it was really as a result of losing my dad a year oh, ago. You know, I losing know. dad was my dad coming from a, you know, a second generation Japanese Arabic background and being Arab, born mm. Arab, born Muslim. My aunt still being a Muslim, my cousin still being a Muslim, and they are my support structure in teaching me about Islam. Oh, nice. um, that was what led me to even considering the religion. And, and I have to say the last year has been extremely stressful because I've been spiritually troubled. Mm-hmm. Work has been mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. hectic. Um, I'm sure you've noticed I've completely just gone off a lot mm-hmm. of social media sites because I've just been trying to deal with these struggles. That that's very beautiful what mm. you've just shared with us, and that that's your way of yes of of your it's your personal way, and I I think personal. each of each of us mm. have our own way, and yes, yeah. we, we we daddy we we acknowledge you, you in the room, yeah. yes. you know he passed on my on my, on my birthday, yeah. um, and also. Yes. My daddy passed on Mimi's birthday. birthday. It's a connection, right? Spiritual connection. And I also just wanted to shout out to other sisters that are not here. Moki Makura, we love you in London. Moki, you should be here. (laughs) Titi, Titi in London, you're always there for me. Helen, love you. You know, we've got good friends. I've got Mm. a range of good friends. Yes. But just for everyone to just know and reiterate, these are my warriors, warriors for life. We've got... Jill as well. Yes, Jill and Salima. Salima. So, yeah, yeah, just just because when we talk about supports, there's supports, spiritual supports, but then there's also Mm. physical mind over matter uh, Mm. supports. And even as we are close, there are sometimes I would share something maybe just with Mimi Mm. or with with Rosie or just with Tandu Mm. and vice versa. But we know that we're there for each other. And even for today, I I mean, I just love you guys for for coming and being here and championing us on in this conversation. But I just wanted to say, what other supports do you lean on? So spiritual... I've heard about exercising. I've heard of tennis. Yeah. I've heard of 3.40 a.m. prayers, right? Five times a day. Um, 
and uh, what, what, I mean, what else? You know, there must be some yeah. other things. Maybe, maybe a more social kind of yeah. thing. Can I say, I like the surrender. Mm. Yeah, and triggered me something when you said when you were surrendering and the oh. shame and and and. One of the things that I this year had been dealing with, and we've spoken about this, is asking for help. Mm. Right? There's some level of shame when you're sitting and you're a single mom and then you're not doing it all and then you have to ask for help. So now I've learned, well, if there's a problem, it's a phone call, say, Mimi, <laughs> I'm about to kill my children, so you're going to take them for those three kids. I'm like, those of you listening, she's not serious about the killing yeah. part, please. <laughs> You know, and it's her saying, come over, let's have dinner. And yeah. you're sitting and having adult conversation. Yeah. But that's the one. So that's the leaning into the higher power. Mm. It's oh. leaning in for me. These people are on the room and oh. my other friends. Yeah. It's leaning on them and being able to say, come to X, can you manage oh. that for me? Oh. Yeah, right. agreed. I think, I think for me also, it's about what Tandy's talking about Again, going back to the internal, it's about letting go of control. Yeah. And and a lot of us, and I think, you know, specifically women and, you know, um, single moms, etc. Although I don't own that title Come anymore. On. I'm moving like, on from that hello. title. So I'm single single moms. Moms. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm a parent. Right. Come on, right? Yeah. No such thing as a single mom. <laughs> yeah. I'm done with that. Yeah. But um, this idea of control for me has been huge yeah. because um, I find that not asking for help is really... It's an indictment mm -hmm. on your, uh, you know, lack of wanting to open yourself up to help mm -hmm. from other people. And so for the last two, three oh, years, mm -hmm. maybe rejection, definitely rejection. There are numerous, numerous, there was, numerous yeah. reasons why we want we turn out to be control freaks. Yeah. Right. But I think for me, the idea of letting go of control has been amplified over the last three years because by when I have tried it so first of all coaching and mentoring guys it's oh, like my go-to yeah. I have you, I think yeah, get a to, get yeah. a coach get mentors yeah. get people in That's your lives you. who I think for me it's the, the biggest advantage of that is that people help you see your blind spots yeah. and so and my blind spot was control yeah and mm -hmm. in in leadership yeah. And we can be leaders in any area of our lives, yes. right? We're leaders in our families at work, et cetera, and so on and so forth. So for me, um, what I, and my leadership challenge has been letting go of control, letting other people do stuff mm -hmm. without getting involved. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a muscle. You start to work on it, mm -hmm. asking for help. I'd like for you to help mm -hmm. me. I'd like for you uh, to do this, mm -hmm. delegating, et cetera. Well. And it was a huge eye opener for me when I realized that a lot of the time when I do let go and I let other people do stuff, mm. they do them sometimes or probably most of the time yeah. better than me. Yeah. And, and I'm like, wait a them? minute. Well, then do you the course correct, yeah. right? I mean, it mm. is, it's it's all about life. But the idea of being able to trust other people yeah. with your stuff, yeah. with mm. your business, yeah. with your kids, with yourself. With your, yeah. with with so for me, that's been huge, yeah. and 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 I think that goes I back to. I remember us having that conversation. Yeah, like I need to start doing this. To stop, you yes. know, to just stop holding mm. on to everything yeah. and wanting to be mm. realizing that I'm not going to be everywhere all mm. the time. 
And then I think also the, especially what you were talking about, Nanya, in terms of friendships and the people mm-hmm. that you surround yourself with and et cetera, mm. is that um, it's, the, it's the mistake that we make even in personal relationships, cool. intimate relationships, right? No one person is going to fulfill everything in oh, you, yeah, right? Yeah. So you cannot overburden mm, people, people to say, even your friends, yeah. to be like, you are my go-to for everything. For goodness sake, diversify. Like, right? On. Like, I mean, can we diversify. Can we diversify? <laughs> so you have not. different age ranges of friends. Yes. Different age ranges. Have, you know. You know different backgrounds. Exactly. Right. Just like you're not going to go yeah. to a business coach with all your childhood yeah. issues as well, yeah. as yeah, well as problems. your, per, you know, your, <laughs> you know, your entire life. So yeah. even in friends, it's like, okay, now I'm going to go to Tandy because Tandy's really good yeah. for me when it comes to this and yeah. she vice versa yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go to Nonya for this I'm yeah. going to go to Rosie for this and yeah. so on and so forth yeah. so diversifying your circle is yeah. big and then the last thing is just you know I'm asking you guys for help on this yeah. I'm getting off all freaking social media okay. I'm sorry. Can we say and I'm getting on I'm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, how is it getting, you're getting on I'm getting off yeah. Because I realized to the going back to the conversation mm. around work life balance, spend way too much time. Way. Number one time. Yeah. Number two, without even knowing it, like mm. mid forties, mm. still highly influenced by perceptions that I see yeah. on social media mm. and now I'm seeing Tandy living her best life in the Bahamas yes. and I'm thinking oh my goodness my life is yeah, I'm giving it to you though but I'm not I'm like I'm not living my best life because yeah. I haven't gone on holiday this mm. whole year yeah. and it's like so that comparison yeah. it's a human trait yeah. and so it's something that you also why put yourself why in that situation yeah. and then somebody said to me one of my mentors said to me the other day so as you grow, as you mature in being a parent, mm. in being a leader, in being an entrepreneur, etc., there comes a point where you have to ask yourself this question. Yeah. With everything that I'm doing and everything that I'm exposing myself to, yeah. is the aim to be socially relevant mm. or to make substantive progress? Mm. Come on. Right? Mm. So once you have an honest conversation mm. with yourself yeah. and you're like, actually, why am I on yeah. social media? Yeah. Yeah. Like, am mm. I, is it helping me make any substantive mm. progress yeah. in my life or yeah. am I there to be socially relevant? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And then you start have to make some decisions Decision, and yeah. cut some things out. 100%. So next year, guys, I'm dropping social oh, media. Yeah. We'll be watching. And it's, uh, it's, it's going to be hard because a lot of social media has actually helped me build my career. I know. Yeah. And you're mm. one of the, you know, you're a huge influencer mm. right. on social media right. as well. So. so I might keep one. Yeah. yeah I mean, right. LinkedIn, I think LinkedIn is a very important yeah. one to for keep. Me, and I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think for all of us, actually, Mimi, you're so active on LinkedIn. I do not believe that is a platform you should should get no, off. No, no, no. I, I think it speaks very there. differently. Yes. I hear you in terms of the others. They yeah. are time wasters. And if you're going work-life balance, yeah. the minute you start bringing your Instagrams and all of them into the picture, you're completely mm. off balance. Yeah. But not only that, what are we saying to our children? Mm. Because then this is us, what, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, you're on it. Yeah. Why mm. can't I be on right. it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I hear you there. Yeah. You know, the strangest thing is that this is what I'm struggling with my team, right? They're like, you need to be more on social media. You need to be more. And I'm like, 
I'm such a private person. Mm. I, so when I look through my Instagram posts, for example, there are prayers, there are jokes, there are this. Mm. I don't have the other people. And so when people say, like, you know, you're comparing to yourself to others, I'm like, who are they following on Instagram that are doing these wonderful things, right? Mm. I remember the last time when we were on holiday, I was like, guys, I must post my followers are oh. missing me. Yeah. And you were the idiot that said that to me said, we are all here. Your champions are around. You. Your followers are here. Don't worry. All six, yeah, all six, yeah. Of, all us. six of us. <laughs> Don't worry. Only people can who I, follow can, you. Can I just go into the the um this thing about social media and what 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 right? Yeah. So social media, we know those of us who are influencers, it has helped our career or has helped position ourselves as thought leaders mm. on what what. And yes, as you get older, you may decide I want to change direction. I want to change, and so I want to respond to Mimi and, and seriously in that. I'm now coming into social media and she knows I like taking a back seat. Mm. This is a very different, yeah. different mm. transition for me. I don't know how I'm going to cope. Sketchy. I don't know what, you know, I need guidance. Mm. Yeah. Even though we are communication professionals, yeah. I still feel that I would need to be guided in that area. And yes, Tandy, I am one of your six followers. Yes. <laughs> but in saying all of this, right, mm. we've talked about, you know, is there a work-life balance yeah. indeed? Can women do it all? And oh. to everyone listening, I mean, you take what you what you hear and oh. you can decide what you decide. But I don't think we're being prescriptive in any way. No. Um, we're just saying this is how we have chosen, uh, how we are living, how we have evolved actually oh. over time. Because maybe when we were much younger, we yeah. wanted to be it all. Oh. You know, we were yeah. we were high flyers. You know, oh. you know, I, I used to be in jet, you know, private jets and landing oh. on tarmacs. Oh, with, no, you yeah. know, go on, yeah. You know. <laughs> so so now that that's that's changed right and i'm listening to you about the control area i'm trying to learn to um, not um be too controlling but in saying all of these things and how we've navigated the conversation i really wanted to ask you and in addition to support what are you grateful for we've um, had lessons learned um, in the last one year and we've talked about different journeys i wanted to ask us each um as we start to wind down what are you grateful for? And I'm going to start with Tandy cool. and go the other way. <laughs> so after we celebrated our 10th anniversary, yeah. Yay! Yay. Purple oh, I, yes. I took 21 days off of fasting and prayer. Right. Mm. Because the past 10 years have been a lot. Mm. But in identifying what the purpose would be, in the next, who do I have to show up for? Because I'm not showing up now for 2025 or 2024. I'm showing up for the next 10 years of mm. my life. And this foundation needed to be laid so that for the next 10 years, we have a plan. And it's not a plan that I could make alone. So mm. I had to spend some time with God to say, listen, what does this look like? So mm. my most the grateful thing that I am is having that have spent that time and my friends allowing me that space it's to amazing. be able to do it and encourage it. That's why when I saw your phone message, I was like, you know, it's the work. Mm. <laughs> we were destined to be together, mm. right? Because we, this is the one common thing you share. So I, I'm mm. very grateful True. that I have a, a group of people that allows me to speak about God and not be ashamed about yeah. it. I'm, I'm grateful for the friends that I have that yeah. even if I don't speak to you every single day, oh. she, Rose and I see each oh. other. 
once in a while. But mm. every single time we are together, it's like we were just together mm. yesterday. Mm. You know, yeah. So mm. it's like one of those, I'm very grateful. I'm grateful, guys, for my life. Mm. You know, it could have been so different. Mm. right? So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for my life. And I'm going to now start living it with that gratefulness in mm. it. That every single day, most people don't get to wake up. Mm. You know, I'm here. I don't get to, like, most people complain about their kids. I have wonderful kids, yeah, you yeah. know. So I'm grateful mm. for those things that at some period of my life, they were a burden and a challenge. And now they're sitting and they're a blessing in my life. Mm. So that, I'm that. just counting my blessings. I'm sitting here counting my blessings and I'm saying, I'm like, super grateful. That's lovely. I love that. Mm. I love that. I think I think I'm grateful for I mean, obviously so many things. I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for my wonderful children and just how they've turned out. They're still turning out and growing and teaching me every single day. Kind of going through the 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 place where uh, the parenting is switching. They're parenting me Hi. so much, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. They're parenting me so much, and 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 gently so. Yeah. They're holding me yeah. in the in the place of safety, yeah. and teaching me things that I'd never thought about. You know, by asking oh. questions, by yeah. you know holding me accountable oh. as well. You know, it's interesting when you have you know children past a certain age. You know, I mean even. You know, my youngest one, it's oh. like, you know, they'll be like, mm, yeah, but, but said, didn't you say, <laughs> you know, whatever. I think that accountability is really key. Yeah. And then I'm grateful for love. I'm grateful for so many things. But I think the, what I'm most grateful for, and um, so I'm a, I'm a Buddhist, right? right? Mm. And Buddhism is a philosophy. It's not a religion. Mm. And so in Buddhism, there is a, uh, a concept called turning poison into medicine. Oh, wow. And turning poison into medicine, essentially what it means is that poison is all the negative things that happen to you, the challenges that you go through, et cetera, et cetera. And there's Buddhahood in all of us. Mm. And so the idea of um, of Buddhism is to become aware of the Buddha within you. Whoa. And so as opposed to kind of saying, you know, challenges are bad or challenges mm. are things that, you know, you should try and stay away from. The idea of turning poison into medicine is you need poison, mm. i.e. you need challenges, mm. Because you can't get to the medicine unless you've got the stuff that mm. the medicine is made of. Mm. And yes. medicine is made of the poison, mm. which is all the stuff that happens. Mm. And then your challenge then as a Buddha is turning that poison into something that you can actually drink and that won't kill you. Wow. So the the thing that I love about it is that you become grateful for the poison. Mm. You become grateful for the darkness because that you can't have light without it. Mm. So for me, it's, you know, everything that I've been through the last year, the last two years, et cetera, it's just looking back and thinking, thank you Aww. for all of the challenges, mm. for all of the stuff that's come, that's really pushed me to grow mm. and to start thinking differently about myself and the contribution I want to you know, make oh. to in the world in which I live. So oh, that's, that's what deep. I'm grateful for. Deep, oh. deep, deep. Yeah, I think I want to start by saying I'm so grateful for you oh. guys. <laughs> for many, for many reasons, yeah. right? I mean, you guys inspire yeah. me. You know, they always say, you know, just look at your circle to understand who you are. Mm -hmm. And I see the things that a lot of you do. And I just, I'm so grateful that I've got this friendship circle uh, going. Mm -hmm. um, 
even more so because at least we've all got one very specific important thing in common is the spirituality. Um, I'm so grateful for my family, mm. grateful for my uh, husband. Mm. He is a great support structure in my life. And he makes great gin and tonics. And he makes oh, great gin and tonics, <laughs> right? I'm so grateful that We're my friends are grateful for, for him. <laughs> right? Um, grateful for my mom mm. moving in and supporting my journey. I'm so grateful I have a job because life is so hard these days. Like literally. You know, I look at you guys running your own companies and I know that it's one of the hardest things to do because you create jobs and you support us, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm so grateful for my job. Um, But for me, more importantly, because of the struggles I've been through since losing my dad, I'm so grateful that Allah chose me to even walk this journey Mm. because it's opening up my heart, my mind to so many things that I'm, inshallah, looking forward to learning. Um, And I'm grateful for Nanya even bringing us here to spend some time. Yeah, thank you, guys. I mean, I'm also grateful. I'm grateful for lots of things. I'm grateful for my family, my kids, like you say, yeah. parenting, my my children, my daughter now, 25, she talks to me like I'm her best friend and, and wow. also mother. Yeah. And my son is like my advisor and my, my fashion guru and yeah. you know, he's just very calm. Yeah. And uh, my husband, who you know is my best friend and yeah. is always there to, to, you know, give me sound advice, you know, even if I think I'm doing something wrong yeah. or right he will he will either affirm or or I will say no you're actually doing it right yeah. um so i'm grateful i'm grateful for meeting um the, the the team who are working with me on this podcast and for taking yeah. time to 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 guide me and to talk me through because i also was going through the pain of losing my dad and i was halting up the, this process yeah. um i'm grateful for people who will be listening because i feel that someone somewhere is going to take some of the insights that we shared today yeah. and they're going to use it for their life for better for for more right and for that i'm also very grateful but on that note i think guys thank you so much for being here today i thank really do appreciate you. all of you mimi tani and rosie and all the other rock cheeks out there for making time to join us for such a holistic conversation you have been listening to the afro ruby produced by volume podcasts and i'm nonya Ampa amotala your host Let's keep the conversation going on our social media pages. Search for our WhatsApp channel and follow us on X and Facebook at The Afro Ruby. And remember, you are The Afro Ruby.